You are listening to Talk from the Top Flight, brought to you by Tales from the Top Flight and powered by FMG. It's International Week, so that obviously means that we are going to completely ignore absolutely anything that happened in the footballing world this week. Um, Yes, this is of course Talk from the Top Flight, the place where international football dies a painful death. And in fact, we're going to ignore it next week as well, because over the next two weeks, thanks to my well-timed holiday to Milan, we're going to cover footballing video games in the next two weeks. Um, I am, of course, your host, Ian Smith, joined as ever by Bob. EA Sports. It's in the game. And Dean? I, uh... (laughs) I went themed. (laughs) I'm literally that's all everything I need to know. You need to know about my love of the games. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we're going to talk. And so over the next two weeks, um, this episode is going to be mostly FIFA, PES, and Football Manager related, as those are sort of the three sort of main football games that everyone plays now. And uh, next week's episode is going to be something a little bit more obscure and some of the more interesting games of uh, our time playing games. We'll of course have um, other people have given us suggestions from the FMG family of other sort of obscure games that they played. So it's going to be all in all a real good time. Um, gentlemen, shall we start with FIFA, Pez or FM? Mm, I'll let you choose as the connoisseurs. Uh, well, should we go with the big one of FIFA first? FIFA is then. Um, so, gentlemen, what was your first FIFAs and how bollocks were they? Mine was um, FIFA 99 and looking back now, it was auto bollocks, but I had it chipped and it was one of the first games I got for the PlayStation, first football game I ever got for the PlayStation and it only had eight stadiums on and luckily one of them was Anfield, but the others were like fucking random stadiums. Like, I think they had the Parc de France, which at that time was quite random in 1999. Then I had Trondheim. <laughs> <laughs> Trondheim. That football and cathedral of Trondheim where Rosenborg play and, yeah exactly and you could change like the, the weather and that on, that was that was very good like I don't know if, uh, if any of you ever played that one but that's actually my favourite one purely for nostalgia reasons I, I had it on the PC but I got it I, I got it after I got the PS1 I think so it was way later but it used to like break my PC if you played it for too long it would just crash like I don't know if the computer wasn't strong enough or something but I was looking on a video today of like just all of them through the years and it is a 99 is a huge jump from 98 like at the time it must have been pretty incredible um yeah i've seen from the graphics in 98 99 was marginally better yeah but uh it, i mean it was at the time it was better than everything else i think um is that the, the bird camp on the front isn't it um as i said i'm not too sure i had the chip one so all i paper to tell fifa 99 on it in a cd case <laughs> phenomenal um was world was uh, fifa 98 the one with the 200 team indoor tournament i think that's the year before isn't it is it not 97 the indoor uh, it was one of them I, it was one of them i'm sure yeah that that came up a couple of times from a couple of people in the fm in the uh fmg community my uh, neighbor had that on his again on his pc but he played it with a joystick like an actual like you wow. know those sort of fighter pilot joysticks you could get is he all right <laughs> um actually I, I don't know what the what the hell he's doing now but uh yeah i remember going around and playing that it's a genuine question <laughs> <laughs> what's your next door neighbor mark samson no, he also had a, a my he had a rifle in the uh, in the same room. Fucking hell! Jesus Christ! There are so many there are so many horrendous jokes yeah. to be made there. My God! But he was he was my age. 
this kid. He was he, he was someone uh, maybe a year older than me. The guy who was playing the game with me in that. You know, he wasn't like a four-year-old. Is, man. He, in, is he in the jail? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Did you own it, Dean? Uh, not Dean, Ian, the 99 one. Uh, I did not. My first FIFA was when I first got my PS1, which was, I think, Christmas 99. It was chipped, um, obviously. Um, and I think it was Christmas 99, so I was five years old. And all I remember is playing on Christmas Day a full season of uh, season mode with Liverpool, FIFA 2000. And uh, we finished 19th because we were rubbish. I got so angry at losing all the time that against Arsenal, I slide tackled David Seaman repeatedly and got straight red cards until the game was abandoned. And at one point, Didi Haman scored from 30 yards. Were you, did you ever get into the old like sliding on the goalkeeper? Oh, yeah. I oh, used yeah. to and dribbling into my own goal just because I could. Am I right in remembering that the really early FIFAs, if you pressed R1, you'd like tackle at like hip height and get sent oh, off? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to do that a lot. I didn't know that. If I'd have known that, they got a lot more sendings off. It was, I don't know why it was on the game because all you would ever do is get sent off. Like, it's not like the dive that the mechanic that's been in some games where you could kind of get away with it. It was just straight off. Yeah, you always sent off. I don't know what the point of it. Maybe it was just in case you were like, you know, your brother was taking the piss or whatever. That's similar to the whole, like, the whole dribbling into your own goal and snapping the keeper thing. Like, in the new, obviously in the newer games, I think it was a year after, actually, on FIFA 2000, they stopped doing it. So you dribble to your own goal, you get to your goal line, turn around, the, the player turn around and or kick it away. come along and slide tackle you. But you can yeah, still exactly. slide tackle. I think they didn't get rid of that until 2002, 2003, maybe. Oh, so even later than that then? Because on 2000, I uh, snapped the keeper quite a few times. Yeah, you could. I, I think you're right. I think it was well into the PS2 where they, they finally got rid of it. Um, Did they, on a complete side note, I just had a memory wave. Uh, I also got FIFA 2001 the year after, um, and I won the World Cup with like Mauritius or something. So, um, did any it, the game was bollocks, but I mean Mauritius, <laughs> like it it had a ridiculous number of um a ridiculous number of international teams, and FIFA two thousand had an absolute belt and soundtrack. What was the intro song? Oh shit! Uh, was it ninety eight or ninety nine that intros we sung to? Ninety eight. Um, I think it was ninety eight. Ninety nine. They had um. I think it was. Oh, I right, get yeah. down, but I get up again, and then they had that yeah. for the World Cup ninety eight as well. Um, Oh, and I think it's, I think possibly, if I've got it right, the the one that I had first, so I, I came with latest of FIFA 2002. That was my first one on the PS1. I got the PS1 very late because um, I don't think I knew what video games were until pretty late, but uh, it had Gorillas 19 slash 2000, you know, get the cool, but da da ba which I was, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. I've just figured it, I've just found out um, the game's theme music for FIFA 2000 was Robbie Williams's It's It's Only Us <laughs> and as part of that as part of that agreement to get the license for it EA included Port Vale in the game despite them being in the third tier of English football <laughs> which wasn't included in the game so, so your specialty so your special team was Port Vale so in rest of world you had like Galatasaray you know Port Vale Port Vale <laughs> The MLS was on FIFA 2000 for the first one as well, for the first time ever as well. I remember that I had a I had a mate who went to America. He may have even 
brought FIFA back with him. What are the, you know those kids who used to go away and they get loads of stuff because America used to get things before us back then. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was playing as all because he'd gone to see one of them, the All Star, uh, not the All Stars, the uh, Revolution, who are now different. New England. Yeah, no, New England Revolution are still think I think. Uh, uh, no, what was the team that Red Bull bought? NYNJ. Oh, okay. Metro, Metro, yeah. Metro Stars. Metro Stars. That's who we went to go see. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't it. Sorry, Bob. Sorry to just trample all over you there. Well, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say the next FIFA I had after that, I was just going to completely divert away from the point. I think the next FIFA I had after that was FIFA 2003. And, uh, yeah, that was that was mine. That was that was a bullshit one, not to be quite honest. Oh, I I was unbeatable on that in six year. Well, I, I remember having um, I went to Liverpool and Steve Gerrard was black. <laughs> he was black. Truly phenomenal. It was mad. And, and the transfers were proper unrealistic as well. You could literally buy anyone. Anyone you want. Yeah. There was a career mode made. We didn't have a, uh, a memory card in our six year common room when we had FIFA 03. So I was unbeatable and someone had spent a study period making like just buying like Lewis Figo and Zidane and stuff. So like Man United had all the 90 and overrated players. It was ridiculous. But I think FIFA 2003 was the one where they had a, if you took a free kick and you just held the right, the left stick to like either side, it just curled like massively. So it was unstoppable. So anytime you got like a free kick within like 35 yards, you could score. It had the, uh, it had the rad power thing as well where Normally, the power bar had just been flat or whatever. On 2003, it had it sort of slowly raised yeah. up, like curved. That was the first, Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, but I think you probably know this better than me, though. But I think it was the first one where you could bring the keeper out. Like, no, it's a close one down. Really? There. I had it on the Xbox. Because by this time, my dad had made sure that, because he, he had done all the things he was show off, but he made sure I had the Xbox. So um, I had it on the Xbox. And if you pressed Y, the keeper would sprint out and close, close you down. But he'd sprint like any area of pitch if the if the opposition were in, in possession. So they could have possession like by their own corner flag. And here comes your keeper, like from his own goal, to the opposite end of the ground, looking for slide tackles. Ah, surprise keeper. My favourite. Yeah. It's a great... Well, that, that, that's still... That, that function's still there and yeah. will still work exactly like that. Oh, it's, like incre- if it's incredible. See if, like, <laughs> see if like, yeah, you're about to get countered. Just bring your keeper out. No one ever looks at the mini-map. That, that, well, that's exactly what that, I'm sure <laughs> as well. I'm pretty sure it was the first year that you could do it. I might be chatting shit. No, I, I think that might be about right because when I was looking at uh, a review of one of the games we'll talk about in the second half that came out around that time, the guy said that function was in there. It was, you know, it was special that it was in there. So it probably was. It, I, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it wouldn't have been on 02. Um, is 03 the first time that they dropped the PS1, Ian, when they when they finally move away? You could get on 02 on both. It was not. It was not. I think it was 2005, maybe. Right. I think or maybe 2004, 2005, because I definitely had 2003 on the PS1. Right. Well, I didn't. I had it on the PS2. And, you know, Dean had it on the Xbox, so... We were yeah, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get um, a PS2 until the first one I had on PS2 was FIFA 2005, which was the one where um, it was a bit shite, but it had um, like the free kicks where you just you moved the stick to like the bottom right corner of the ball and then like powered up and it would always go in the top corner. Is that the one? It to pick the direction you sort of put the dot on the ball like a snooker shot type thing yeah yeah i didn't i didn't own 05 i i skipped it i had 04 then i skipped 05 and then went to 06 
Uh. I had a, I had a five again chipped because I'm such a skin flint. So I had a five and it had a, it had actually a decent soundtrack. I remember it having a um, yeah going on it and uh, it had oh, what's his sister's one did have? I think it had comfortably numb. Know the Pink Floyd cover. But this oh, is, this is, is, Jesus! It had that on it, which was dreadful. But I, I remember all three having a um, Kasabian and missing dynamite. Yeah, it had LSF Kasabian. It's fucking brilliant. I mean, all all four. Most of my uh, songs on my iPod. So a lot of my sort of musical upbringing came from 2004 because it had uh, Red Morning Light by the Kings of Leon uh, when they used to be good. Um, then it had. Jerk It Out by the Caesars, the song about masturbation. Oh, a, yeah, I remember that song. Which is an absolute banger, but when you when you get... Yeah. Um, and then it had A Town Called Malice by The Jam. I, which, you know what? I remember now I, I did have 04, because I remember these songs being on it. Yeah. And did it have a band called Kane? Yes. Yeah, Couldn't I tell you the song, but it did. But they yeah. used to come up... When they came up, it would have a flag of where the song came from mm. as well. Um, but all, all four had a... I don't know if it was quite a glitch or not, but if you had a shot from about 35 yards out and you were slightly to one side, you basically always scored. See, the, no, the, FIFA was Evan. If you shot from the halfway line, you could score full <laughs> power. That's what I found out. Oh, that was quite my fun. last one. I didn't, I didn't pick up another FIFA then until well, I think it was well, 2012. This is, right, well, this is something I wanted to ask you, Dane. Why did you stop? What made you stop? To be honest, Bob, I was never like a massive gamer. I was always like more into. I was I was always out playing footy, or I was always playing the uh, champ manager or footy manager. So and I'd, I'd spend hours and hours and hours, days even on on footy manager and champ manager. So in the end, they just came away from me. Plus, me and my mate had a period where we swapped. He had a PlayStation Two, and I had a, I had an Xbox, so we swapped for a, a few weeks or about a month. And he had pairs, and I had FIFA. So I gave him all my Fifas, and he gave me all his pairs and we just went sick on, on both of them. Because I suppose as well, about oh five, six, seven. that's when FM really like skyrockets as well in quality, isn't it? Yeah, well, the first one was oh five, where yeah. And then I got, I didn't have that one, but I got oh six. And when I got oh, I, have, I haven't, I've had every one since then. Yeah, I mean, oh, I had uh, FIFA, oh, uh, like I said, I didn't get oh five. Um, but I didn't get a PES game, so I think I just I think I just didn't buy anything. And then I did get FIFA 06, which was absolute shite. Like oh, I awful. played that for ages, but it is terrible. And then I didn't get another FIFA. Maybe I owned 08, possibly. Oh seven was oh seven was when it changed exactly. when FIFA became good. Yeah, it's it's sort of like I I then kind of move. Sometimes I get one. Sometimes I don't buy it at all. There was a period when I was at uni, I didn't have a next gen console, so I didn't buy any of them. Um, so there's a big gap in the 360 era. But basically, like you say, when it was in the PS2, basically the whole of the PS2, it probably wasn't as good as PES that entire time. But then they really sorted their shit out for PS3, FIFA. Yeah, it's like it's like it almost like went backwards. Like PES, was, PES could work the PlayStation 2 because that was sort of the main console at the time. Yeah. But see, when it went next gen, I don't think Konami actually like figured out how to sort of transfer it. No, well, and they try to they try to become too serious because like well I mean we could well we can sort of talk about it now. What made Pez so good was it was fun to play. It was yeah. Like Pez Pez four Pez four was phenomenal. Master League was superb. Pez six is just the best. Yeah, I've still got a copy. I won't get rid of it. Same. 
Like you could score overheads and you, and you could um, Pez was it was the game for a bit. And then I think another thing that used to frustrate me with people was the lag. Like the lag was just fucking stupid. And I'd be screaming at the party going, What the fuck are you doing? I've just told you to put a punch in the bed. And then I, I think that was the thing that just turned me off, FIFA. Yeah, but I, I, my dad was in a similar position. <laughs> I mean, Pe- Pez had the, the thing that Pez always had. I thought was it. It had like weight, and you know they moved properly, and it was all based on like momentum. If you were sprinting completely at full pelt, you couldn't then just like pull back and press pass, and he'd do a perfect pass. He'd fall over because it was all the physics were in such a way you could, you know, it, gravity worked, and then the same thing that your shots would be more powerful if you're at full speed because. You were moving at full speed, and if you had Adriano on PES 6, then just have a shot from anywhere because it'll probably go in because he had max shot power. But <laughs> one thing I do actually have a funny story here when I was a kid and I was off school, as as I've told you before, my dad used to wear nights, his taxi dad used to wear nights, we'd have Sundays off. So when I was off school, I'd stay up with my dad till like all hours. This one night I got him to play, he was never into fuzzy games, he was always into like shooting games. So he loves die hard. But um, I remember one one time I got him to play um, FIFA. And he was like, I don't know what I'm fucking doing here. You're going to have to like show me what the buttons are. So what I did instead was I got a sticky, like a sticky label and stuck it on the pad and wrote the buttons. But I wrote the buttons for Pez. So every time he went to shoot, it was fucking crossing and going out for a corner. And he, he was screaming that loud. He woke everyone else up at three o'clock in the morning. Because he couldn't fucking shoot. And he was getting... If you know how, like, if you know how angry my dad can get, he's like a typical taxi driver. He just gets angry at the drop of a coin. Like, it, it, it was just so funny watching him. And I was in cleats. And he was, he was flipping. Like, tearing the house apart at three o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, used to drive... That drove me so mad that I now actually play FIFA on Pez controls. I play I play FIFA on oh, really? it, yeah. God. No, I, I, I can it takes me a little period, but I can switch between the two of them. But there have been times when I've owned both and I've had to move from one to the other and I can yeah. do it. But uh, when I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it at all. It took me like a good week or so to get around it. Um but when Steph moves from Pez to FIFA, she uh, from FIFA to Pez because she doesn't play Pez, she has to like Ian switch it, but the other way to FIFA stuff. Though I hate on FIFA now if when you pick in the game you accidentally nick R two and then you play like thirty minutes on alternate, you play a beautiful through ball and then rather than shoot you just spoon it out and you're like, What the fuck? And then Go and check your thing. But yeah, I mean, like you say, from probably from PES 1 to PES, even 2008 on the PS2, it was just an absolute dream. But my, my favourite one was 08 on the PSP. I don't know if either of you ever owned a PSP. Nah, my sister did because she was much more like, much more of a man than I ever was. But it, on 08 on the PSP was like um, basically the same. I don't know how they managed to do it, but they did basically get it on the PS2 game onto the PSP. And the PSP had the brilliant hold button where you'd flick it and it basically went into sleep. And then when you turned it back on, you'd be at the exact same position you were at when you turned it off. So, I, I mean, I'm sure I burned the memory out by doing that, but I would like play it before school, put it on hold, go to school, come back, turn it off, hold, finish my game and be on it for hours like, you know, lying in bed playing it, uh, taking, I've said it before, but the best player in the world in 2008 after a few seasons was Matty Taylor, or formerly of Portsmouth. Like, he could play anywhere and, and was absolutely incredible. Um, Robert, uh, Roberto Soldado, best striker, uh, along with Mladen Petric. 
Oh, I remember Madden Patrick. Yeah. Um, Kevin Prince Bartang became good on it. Um, in fact, this is a feature that someone suggested in the Slack chat that that person's now going to do for FIFA. And I will definitely read that of people who were good on an old FIFA who turned out to be shite. But... I actually, on FIFA 07, had signed Daniels. I had a Liverpool career mode. And side story, Craig Bellamy was the difference between me winning the title. I sold him West Ham at the end of the first season. I haven't won the title. And then six months later, brought him back because we were ninth. And then we went on to win the league because Craig Bellman and Dirk Cout were the best strike partnership in the world. Um, fucking, what was it? Yeah, I signed Daniel Sturridge in FIFA 07 for Liverpool. And that was that was the one where like career mode, you'd have like a, like a press conference at the end of games sometimes. There would be like a... a uh newspaper like newspaper type presentation and then it'd be like what do you think of this and stuff and it would ask you a bunch of different questions kind of like fm does so that was kind of cool um but yeah last pez i well last pez i owned was 2015 and it, it was all right but shooting was a bit ass like it just doesn't it doesn't feel right now pez it's just something's gone wrong it's it's gone and it's gone both it, it like in its attempt to become more realistic it seems to have ended up getting less realistic it's it's a yeah. bit weird it's sort of it's all on grids i know it can do you can do that free manual pass where literally where you put the joystick the ball will go but it still does feel like it's all like when you do 16 direction yeah and stuff. when you do a chip through ball they kind of lock in position when they run to it and it just loses an element of yeah and <sighs> I don't know. The last Pez that I that I actually enjoyed was Pez two thousand and nine, and that was the one where you it was like a like a become a legend became a thing. Yeah, which that they, was quite fun. They stole massively off FIFA. <laughs> which yeah, did they did. Pro first. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, but they made it much better. Yeah, like in two thousand nine, it was way more fun. Like scored a bunch of great goals and that and stuff. It was just brilliant. But, I um, did win the uh, Champions League with Motherwell on twenty fifteen though. <laughs> Didn't even know they were on it. Yeah, they are. They were a licensed team as well because they got the licenses and stuff. It was strange for the for all of Scotland or the European or were yeah, they in a European the competition? Yeah, Champions well, League and uh, Europa League. Before we move on to the to the the other game, just I reckon that Pez will probably stop being made not very far into the future. I think. Yeah, I I agree. I think FIFA have manipulated the market now. I mean, the whole thing just reminds me of like Vince McMahon cr- like cr- like crushing his competition. Do you know what I mean? As a WWE, FIFA a WWF, and FIFA have just got like a, a monopoly on on football games now. Someone's actually put it in the Slack chat before that it's a shame that you had all these games like Actua Soccer and ISS Pro, which became Pez, which you told me before. This I'm not going to take credit for actually knowing that. But now, literally, all there is is FIFA. Yeah. It's- and it's all kind of as well. It's all that's ever advertised. And as as we'll point out later on in the in the second episode next week, there were a lot of games. A lot of them were bollocks, but there were the a thing lot. Now, of games. Though, to to make a you know a triple A video game, a top quality video game, you basically have to spend the amount that it takes to make a film. So you you can't have an upstart anymore. You've got to be a big company to do it. Um, FIFA's got that. I mean, EA Sports is EA, not just the sports, is obviously massively a massive company that, that's got that sort of clout. It's tied in with FIFA, the you know the football organization itself. It's got that global marketing. It's got all the licenses. EA Sports even advertises on Premier League games, and then you've got Pez, which is backed by Konami. That's a big company, but by and large, is sort of almost trying to stop making video games. So, 
you know, because they make all their money from, uh, I think they're called pachinko machines in Japan. So Konami really, for the amount of money, I, I don't know the numbers, but the amount of money it puts into Pez, it, it must be making a profit, but it, it won't be, you know, it's, I think last, the last game, it was one to five, they reckon. For every one Pez, five FIFAs got sold. Pez is a clear number two. Yeah, even no matter how good that game could be as a gameplay thing, it can't beat the kind of, like you say, Dean, the sort of WWE style behemoth that is FIFA. I think what as a as a passive fan, which is all I am really for games as a passive fan, what what separates them for me is the licensing. I mean, FIFA is just much more realistic because it does have the real players' names and the real club names and the real kits and all that other shit. Whereas you know, Pez doesn't have that. So as a passive fan, that does mean quite a bit for me anyway. Yeah. No, I always like that I can rock up and be like, "Well, I'll play as like a J League team," you know, <laughs> like. It's the only thing that put me off FIFA in the early 2000s was it as a game they weren't very good, you know. Whereas Pez was just miles better, and at that time uh, in gaming, especially you would you would forgive little issues because it was still sort of building itself as a medium. Whereas now, you know, if the the amount of time and effort that goes into it to then play Man Red v Man Blue, it feels like you're being cheapened a bit. Uh, but to be fair, like you've load up a game now and you don't get the full game. You have to wait for like patches and DLC to actually get the full experience. Because like a lot of games come out and they're, well, uh, they're broken. They're often, <laughs> yeah, they're broken. They're broken. They're not. They're not properly tested. So like, you know, that's I've bemoaned this before to other people. It's like games just don't work now. They just don't. Like they just release them to make the money. It's like right, we need to release it for Christmas. Is it working? No. Does it look all right? Yes. Great, we'll just patch it when it's out. It's, it's such a shite mentality. And then obviously there's stuff like microtransactions. You can only get this far, but if you pay a little bit extra, or if you pay for this DLC, you can get this better gun that'll make you better than everyone else, despite not actually being as skillful. They got in uh, EA got in huge trouble over the Star Wars game, didn't they, earlier this year? Well, it'll be late last year now, where uh, to players like Vader and stuff, it was behind a paywall, basically. You had to spend extra money, and they got really, like, in, in the sort of, well, you say public, you know, the gaming community, I guess, though. Not a great community to... Uh, <laughs> people have a go at you in but um yeah they were frowned upon about it but they haven't really changed the way that they operate fifa and they make so much money from all that stuff they're never gonna take it away you know there's always something wrong with fifa as well yeah i mean it's, it's by no means perfect there's always a little bug and what's bugged me for years is it's like no one at ea actually watches football like the defenders don't do what defenders should do like i get not all defenders are perfect in that and defenders make mistakes but not when your fullbacks drop five yards behind your centre backs all the time, play everyone on side all the time. Like just defensive lines are are a myth. It just winds your full stop FIFA anyway, because it doesn't do what it wants you to do full stop. Do you know what I mean? It, like, you, you, as I said, the lag is always for me with FIFA. The lag has always been a problem. From button to action, it's fucking about two seconds. By the time the play's gone, you know what I mean? It does still. Happen. I mean, I I I'm still playing the current one pretty much daily with a uh, with my girlfriend and there's still lots of times where we feel like we're battling against the game that we're in you know it's not you'll try and do a pass it won't go to the right person like dean saying you'll press a button and your blog will take ages to get that message from his brain to his foot oh, i was i was playing i was playing pro clubs last night 
and uh, we conceded four goals to headers from perfect crosses every time, from like just a long ball down the wing every time. And the fullback was like five, 10 yards too high. Centre-back couldn't get across. And then his five foot 10 striker out-jumped the centre-back every time. Four goals. It's like, I just... And then like we'd try and like play it on the deck and stuff and do some nice stuff. And it would just be like the stupidest, sloppiest goal of all time. The the worst is... Though, this, I mean, we, we play almost exclusively now in that... Uh, in career mode as a player where... I operate the player and then my girlfriend plays as the rest of our team. We murder everyone. But when you go like, if, if it's like 2-1, you're 2-1 down with a few minutes left, your manager sets you to all-out attack where you put like four people up front. If you then get ahead, he doesn't set it back. So you, you then have to hold a lead with four people up front and no one in defense. It's just... It's just little things like that that, like you say, they could easily iron that out, but they don't yeah, appear to be able to. Yeah, but I just think it's the same with Pez. Pez always has one big flaw. Like 15, it was shooting. I, I'm, I haven't played it since. So, But there's always one big flaw with Pez. There's always something. It always looks like it's a PS2 port with nicer graphics, which is a big a big disappointment indeed. Um, well, since we're comparing both, uh, gentlemen, the best FIFA you ever played uh, Dean, we'll start with you. To say this because I'm, I'm just going off nostalgia. Um, my favourite would, well, your would favorite. probably be 03, just for the black Steven Gerrard. <laughs> and um, the least favourite? 16, I'm going to say, just because we had Ben Teche and, and he moved so slow. Slow, slowly on the game, he didn't realise. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, that, game, that game was pish anyway. Uh, Bob, your, fav- your best in, or your favourite and least favourite FIFA? Uh, well, I, I don't know which I would. I suppose my favorite one by process of elimination probably has to be the current one because every other one, even though I put a lot of time into them, I think I kind of hated it while I was doing it. You know, it was just because I was a, I was young and that's what you did. You played the game you'd been bought, didn't have the money to just go out and buy any. Whereas this one, I enjoy crafting our awesome plays that we're doing um the worst one by far was 2006 even though again i sunk hours into that thing but it was just shite you know it was pr- no it's probably broken really it was very very broken um i'll say my favorite fifa was fifa 09 which was the one where you could in career mode you could spend money and upgrade your scout to like level 10 and just send them out and get like cheap players from wherever so I had a full team of Lithuanians for Inverness Cali Thistle who were instantly rated 85 and over and I'd sign Cristiano Ronaldo for 50 million for the achievement no I had I had a team I had 10 Lithuanians who were all 85 rated or more and Micah Richards at right back so you said in 2000 he wasn't a bad right and back like, yeah he was he was grand he was great um, and I bought Ronaldo and I didn't like him, so I sold him to Dundee United for a profit. I bought him for more than I bought him for more than fifty million, then sold him for like sixty. So yeah. See how bold this game is though. See how unrealistic this get this is why I can't get on board with FIFA and Pairs because it, it's just so much so bullshit. Like that's not realistic at all. Not all football games are all video games and then at some point are nonsense. I mean, even the current ones, transfer market's not brilliant, like the way that people just randomly move. Yeah, and... random loans are very strange sometimes on this current FIFA. Um, my least favourite FIFA, though, has to be FIFA 13, 
which was just shit. Really? Yeah, God, it I made, hate it. made that go backwards. I don't. I loved twelve, right? And I was like, oh, FIFA thirteen is going to be so much better. Like twelve was just fun. Like there was a lot wrong with twelve, but like it was, it just felt fun. You wanted to play FIFA twelve. FIFA thirteen, they got rid of the virtual pro, and then they tightened up everything. So it was sort of like they took all the fun out of FIFA twelve, and then made it. Yeah, and then made the AI like impossibly good. Like it didn't matter what difficult. Like it didn't matter. Like usually I play on world class or legendary. Legendary now at this point because I played enough FIFA. But like I'd play on world class. I play on world class, and the AI was just ludicrous. It's just dumb. So yeah, that that didn't sit well with me. And I, I always got angry playing FIFA 13. It was never fun. Not once. Like and to sum it up, first goal I ever scored. So I started a player career. I was like, oh, let's see what this is like. Now they've got rid of virtual pro. Did my thing. First friendly Liverpool against Deportivo. Deportivo five minutes in, puts some pressure on the centre back, knocks it back to the keeper. And the keeper just leaves the ball and it rolls in the net. I was like, wow, that's my first goal in this game. So, yeah, fuck that. Um, but yeah, uh, Dean, your favourite and least favourite Pez? Oh, you definitely asked me the wrong one now. I don't know, to be honest, because I was never like a massive, I was never a massive Pez guy. I just remember playing it around, I'd say, 2004 time and it was very good I don't know what one that is I think that's number four uh, it was very good it, or it might be number five actually but yeah yeah that period it's, it's oh, by it's far better than, the, than everything else uh, yeah and then I, I just tuned out. I couldn't give you at least favourite one because I, I didn't play it that often. <laughs> All of them apart from the one you played. Uh, Bob? Uh, best, I'm going to... I'll just shade it as PES 6. PES 2008 PSP version was great, but PES 6 was just perfect. I used to... I, I genuinely pretended to be ill so I could play it. You know, I, I took days off school to play it, um, uh, including... Well, what, I think I was genuinely ill the first day. Then the second day, I wasn't and pretended. And then the third day, my parents were actually away and it was my mum's friend was, like, staying over with us. And I just hammed it up and she was like, you know, if you're the friend, you're like, I'm going to have to keep him off because what if I sent him in and he was, he was ill? So there was absolutely nothing wrong with me. And I played it for about 12 hours, I think. Um the worst one, definitely uh, PES 2008 next-gen version 360, whatever. Just the absolute disappointment of getting that, thinking, oh, this is it, you know, and then it being shit. <laughs> like, just, I, I remember playing it and being like, they fucked it. They fucked this up. Like, it's it, such a letdown. After, I think eventually I went back and started playing the PS2 ones again. Yeah, that seems, that seems like, I've, pl- I've replayed the PS2 ones a couple of times. They're quite good. Um, my favorite, PS6. I mean, it needs no explanation. It is the best Pez. Is the probably the peak of football games. Nothing, nothing has touched it since. Um, Pez two thousand and nine was also really fun. I had a lot. Of, I spent. I sunk a lot of hours into that on the three sixty. That was a really fun game. And then after that, it just sort of Pez like sort of died. And it had that really sort of that weird WCW period of like Russo era where like Tank Abbott was supposed to face Goldberg and stuff. I was like, I know exactly yeah, that was like Pez like twenty ten to twenty thirteen. I think I actually had twenty thirteen. Yeah. I uh, I don't know WCW, but I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> you compare Pez to like the Monday Night Wars now, like Pez are at the stage now where it's bashing the beach. Oh dear, Hogan's lying down. It's about to lie down while Jeff Jarrett puts its foot. Oh, oh jeez, oh Jesus. Um, the worst one. I did have 2013, um, and it, uh, I don't know, it'd, have to, it'd probably have to be 13 or 15. Before we properly move on to the next series, I would really recommend anyone listening who's like, was Pez 6 really good? 
try and uh, I'm sure now you can find it for about a quid because it sold millions, so they'll be everywhere. Well, get a ROM. You can probably get a ROM now, and it will it will still oh, hold up. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, the graphics might be a bit meh, but it, the gameplay is still definitely there. Plus, you get Peter Brackley. Oh, What's like? <laughs> Always fun. Um, so that just leaves us with our final main footballing series, uh, Football Manager. Uh, yes. Dean has now got Dean has got a semi. Yes. Spit is out. He, he, oh, no. Ready for his wank. Um, yeah. So FM. Um, I'll, I'll I'll start off this time with my sort of FM memories. Um, there are other management games. A couple of management pl- games that I played before. I got an FM. The first FM I got was OA on the 360. Still holds up. Still a brilliant game. Love it. Um, I ha- My Liverpool team is one of the best in the world right now. I won three titles in six years. Uh, truly phenomenal. Won the World Cup and the Euros with Spain. Two European Championships and the World Cup with Spain before they actually did it in real life um, and then left to join Boca Juniors obviously um, I made Bars- I had two seasons at Barcelona where I made them the best team in the world for one season like I just I signed Falcao for Barcelona and he tore them and he tore everyone a new one for a season which was great um, yeah and Spurs got relegated three seasons in one time and uh, it, it's just fun like it's it's literally just fun Lucas Leiva and Ryan Babel were the best players in the world just brilliant what a time to be alive um, but I never got any PC ones until 2012 which I only played for a little bit until I got FM14 uh, and yeah I had a Rangers save where I got to the quarterfinals of the Champions League within like five seasons got from League 1 to the Premier League title to in with spending £86,000 total you missed not another year you made so what, what was the what was the reason for such a gap between 08 was it just not having a computer that could do it basically yeah, yeah. basically right and then when I got a laptop I was like I will get football manager because I liked 08 god like I mean 08 on the Xbox I mean the Xbox ones were so pared back compared to the PC ones as well your mind must have been absolutely blown when you moved up you oh, yeah. not not particularly, but I always I always enjoyed FM away on the Xbox. I always enjoyed the Xbox ones. Like I spent hours on I have spent I literally have like a week's playtime on my main save on that. I need I need like the telly on the background, so I don't know how you did it on the Xbox because I need something on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean the Xbox you could put music on it, couldn't you? That yeah, you could I have, have I, like my main save is like a journeyman where it started with uh, Inter Milan. Like in 2007-08, and I'm currently at Liverpool. Like Milan, Inter got relegated after I left. Like I bought them, and then like all of a sudden they went in a slump and got relegated, and then came back up. But one of the uh, Laurie, remember Laurie Dalavalli? Oh, yeah, no Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool legend on mine. Like I signed him for Inter because. Like the first ever save I did was with Liverpool and I brought him on in a game against Middlesbrough and he scored the winner. So I was like, you must be the best player in the world. So I just signed him for Inter and then he turned into a great player for Inter, their captain stuff. So when I went to Liverpool in like 17, 18 to replace Louis van Gaal, um, <laughs> yeah, you read that right, Louis van Gaal, uh, I, who'd led them to 11th and 10th the previous seasons. I got Liverpool to third by signing uh, Dalla Valley for 10 million and he was phenomenal. I brought in Daniele De Sena for 18 months because he was getting on a bit on a free and he was incredible. I think I think we had like a smart price Christian Eriksen who I got rid of because he was because like always for some reason on 08 there was always like these really high potential attacking midfielders but they would move to like Real Madrid 
and stuff, and they'd get like six point zero five average ratings. I always remember an old like, lad was a Finnish striker. What was his name? Oh, he played in the Finnish Timo Pukki. What? Timo Pukki? No, not wearing him. He, he played in the Finnish league, and you had to have like two hundred and fifty grand, and there'd always be a battle. But like he, he was good enough to play in the Premier League, you know what I mean? But there was all these champions, like championship teams behind him, like always after him. And I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he, he was class. And Andre Ashman was another one that had always go early in two thousand eight. He'd always go for like ten million you could get him quite cheap I think he'd always go to Portsmouth on mine yeah. yeah was it that one that you could get Modric still from Zagreb before for like 2 million or something get him for 2.5 million and Eduardo Chelsea Chelsea, yeah. would always, Chelsea would always sign him for 8 million on the Xbox always yeah Eduardo yeah in fact I know it's a late because of well what I'll go on to say later I'll go last in this because I've I've I, my FM thing, I sort of stick to very few saves per game, but I'll put a lot of time in. So, Dean, have your 25 minutes if you want. <laughs> when was you, which was your first one? Well, shall we, well, shall we, shall we, uh, shall we do like first, then best, then favourite and least favourite? Because I definitely have a least favourite. Yeah, go on, because I've, I've got all of them. Yeah, so obviously my first was FM08. Um, my favourite is 14 or 6. I'm undecided between 14 and 16 because I had two great saves on them, um, which you can read about on uh, longballfootballfm.wordpress.com. Um, but yeah, I want to say 6, 14. I'll go with 14. The Rangers save was incredible. I'm so gutted my laptop imploded. Uh, my old laptop imploded. Uh, my least favourite is by far and away, uh, well, it's joint between 15 and 17. They were both bollocks. Which one, sorry? They were both shite. 17, 15. 15 and 17. Yeah, 15 and 17. Seven, 17 was like, 17 follows the same problem as 18 does. And like, your team's going great. You're about to get promoted. And then you lose the last, all eight of your final games for some reason. For some unknown reason. You can't, no matter what you do. Wasn't it 17 that the fullbacks were basically broken? They just 16. get ridiculous points. 16, yeah. It was a 16. Yeah, right. Danilo was the best player in La Liga every season. He got like an eight average rating. Yeah, because they just every cross that they did from deep basically worked. Like, you just got to know to sign. You just got to know where to go. Nelson Semedo and um, Alex Grimaldo, fucking aces on 17. Absolutely fantastic fullbacks. On oh, 17. I, I, 17 was just bollocks. If you read my blog, if you read my FM blogs, you will uh, know how much I put so much time into my one save, and I just. I spent six seasons in Serie B and it was fucking bollocks. I love 17. 17 was uh, my fuck best. It. 15, 15, 15 was terrible. Uh, 15, 15 like, was get, one of the best. Oh no, 15 is fucking bollocks. So go on, Dean, what, what are your bests and worsts? Right, we, uh, I don't know, you know. Well, and you first, uh, which one? My first one was 06. I got 06 and I'd, I'd played like champ manager well before that. Like champ manager 102 is, is my best ever game ever in life ever. Um, but yeah, I got 06 and I remember there was all these decent players in the championship here in Scotland. So I was going out and buying like Derek Green because I thought he was class. He weren't end up shit. And Craig Gordon because we get him for like a million. You know what I mean? Um, what was the other one? Gary O'Connor from Hibs. Honest to God. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought these were like fucking boss signs. Gary, o Gary O'Connor, cocaine machine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, he, for a while, I don't know if he still does or not, but uh, I'm from the borders. And he, so not long after he was in the cup final with Hibs, he went to Russia and stuff, obviously. And that, and uh, he tested positive for cocaine or some, I'm sure at Birmingham or something stupid. Fucking, he came down to the borders to manage Selkirk. 
He was player manager of Selkirk not that long ago. Yeah, I've heard this. Gary, Ken- Gary Kenneth was there for a little while as well. If anyone remembers him, he was fucking bollocks. He scored a hat trick on 14. That was quite well, funny. I remember, I remember Sam, his boss playing, and getting Nicky Shorey as well. And then 07, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for. It was the first one I actually won anything with anyone on. I won the Champions League with Liverpool. 09, I've got a soft spot for because I did all right with Liverpool on that one. I signed this player, Marquinhos, from Brazil. Striker, he was fucking ace. Oh my God. He missed a penalty on his debut, but then went on and scored like 36 goals and 32 appearances. That team was class. And I had Aguero, um, Torres, obviously, signed Aquilani on the basis that we'd signed him in the summer to place Alonso. He was much better on my game than he was in real life. Um, 2012, again, I've got a little bit of a soft spot for, just because I did all right on that. He used to get the IAS and go on a free at the end of your first season. He, he was another one. Fuck knows what happened to him in real life, but on that game, he was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And they, sorry, just to go back to all nine, I'd say David Goggins to a fucking world beater. Absolute world beater. Jesus. <laughs> Place for Ross County. 14. 14 was class because Liverpool had a brilliant team on it. You used to play Gerard as a regista and I had my best ever regen on 14. I remember his name and everything. Elliot Davis got him as he was a centre half from, um, from from Brighton. I signed him with, like, for like 2 million. Bought him from Brighton. He turned into like England captain. He was class. 15 took Bournemouth to the Premier League. I, I think it took him like the Europa League and I, he got a ceiling. And, um, 15, no, the same one. 15, I had Spurs. Took over when he was bottom of the league. About to go down halfway. I started unemployed, took over in like halfway through the first season because they were like they were bottom of the league. Got them to the Champions League. Season after, won the Premier League. Season after, won everything. Season after that, won everything again. And it was just too easy for me. I remember I got married that year and I took it on my honeymoon. <laughs> I think you've told us that before, yeah. <laughs> I went to London and I had I had it on um, I had it on the train on the way to London and I was fucking I was playing the Champions League final on the on the, on the way to London and it was a uh, it was an emotional time to be honest. That beat your pens at San Siro. It was the greatest ever achievements. I went I went to the toilet on the train, gave a press conference and everything. Um, 16 decent. 17, no, 17 was the one. 17, I, I had six seasons I had with Liverpool. It's probably the longest I've ever done. I don't do right longs. I'm like you, Bob. I don't do long saves. I gave up after a couple of seasons just because, I don't, I don't know, with me, like, once I start not recognising players, it sort of becomes, like, it doesn't become realistic for me anymore. So, I, I sort of, I start, I get bored easy. But with Liverpool, I sort of made up, I said to one of my mates, I'm definitely going to try and go, like, 10 seasons and just see where I end up after 10 seasons. I made it to six. I won the Champions League twice, the league three times. Won everything, basically. Got Thomas Lamar on a free. That was that was brilliant. Sold uh, Coutinho for 70 million. Got Thomas Lamar on a free. Um, sold Emre Jan for 68 million. Oh, I, this, uh, yeah, I can't remember who I replaced him with, but he was he was an upgrade anyway. I, I think I bought him for buttons, whatever it was. And then they had this other um, regen, Nelson Arango. Got for 20, 200 grand, sorry, from Deportivo Cali. And he even another one turned into a fucking world beater after the loan spell. And then this season, I, I, before the update, I went Liverpool and won the league. Signed Alexis Sanchez for 40 million because I had to sell him. Um, Mane, Mane wanted to go to Barcelona, so sold Mane for eighty-five million. Got Sanchez for forty in January. Fucking unbelievable. So this season, I, I haven't, I haven't got, I haven't got a problem with the best one though. Was probably. Probably 14, because that Liverpool team was boss, um, or 15, because my Spurs team was boss. The worst one, I'd have to say, was 
13, 2013 was just a fucking, it was a joke. The stats were all over the place. Um, the results were all over the place. Fabio Berini should have been like the best striker in the world. Like his, his, his finishing was 17, his, his composure was 19, his off-the-ball movement was like 18. He couldn't hit a card off with a banjo. <laughs> but the, the stat, exactly, but the stats, the stats to the um, the stats compared to like the performance was just well, it was stupid. So gave well, I I remember being so let down when I discovered the editor and that you could just literally type in the potential and current ability, and that was that's basically it. well, maybe I'm misunderstanding it, but I think that's like eighty percent of what makes them yeah, good. Well, isn't I, it? I, don't, I don't I don't touch the editor. <laughs> The only time I ever do is that manager because it's so easy to use. I don't know either, but... I got the editor for free with one of them and I looked at it because I wanted to, like, update stuff and I attempted to update, like, career stats and stuff because I was like, oh, I'm, like, a year behind on this. And I was like, this is far too confusing. I'll pass. There was also, like, Genie Scout as well. Have you seen people use Genie Scout? Which, it's, like, a database that reads the game and, like, gives you all, like, the... uh, current ability and potential ability so as you're running the game it'll like go into the files oh, right. look at all the files that you save and be like right so this this player has yeah. this current ability and he has this particular but, uh, and stuff so you can like filter it and whatnot fuzzy manager for me is just it's the, it's the fucking it's the be all and end all like i'm not a massive gaming fan but fuzzy manager I, I, I am absolutely in love with it and it's a bad I just find it so realistic as well for like for real life situation and even like predicting where t- our teams are going to do or which players are going to do well I find for, apart from Fabio Barini I find footy manager so realistic for it Do you still play it now consistently? Um, I haven't actually had the time like this since I've got 2018 just because I've got a new role in work so it's it's sort of like the role of doing work is quite hectic and quite stressful and, uh, and then I'm doing private tutoring on the side so I'm out four days four nights a week doing that and then because I can't just I can't go on it for an hour do you know what I mean Bob I need like I need day I need a block I need to book time off work so, so you need what you need is you need a holiday to Milan with a balcony and a fridge that can host your beers and no children and no wife that's exactly what I need well fortunately guess who does that no are you going to get rid of his wife? Is that what you're saying? Yes, please. I'll tell you. <laughs> so that Hitchcock film when they meet each other on the train. Divorce, Divorce people. Did, um, did your mate about with that gun on the fireplace? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, it was bobbed up in the corner. Right. Um, my, uh, Bob, to, to quickly run I'm gonna, through. Uh, oh, very quickly, if you can see the time on our screen here. Yeah, Bobby Bob. I'm going to burn through it. Right. First one, 05. Okay. Alex, who played at Fenerbahce, was amazing. And then, t- to be perfectly honest, most of them, to me, kind of blend together. I don't really remember which ones I did stuff on. I remember 08 stood out. I won everything with Leon in the first season with barely making any signings, but that was when Leon, like, were... Re- yeah, they, they were, uh, yep, yeah, uh, Janine, old Pernham thingy. Um, yeah, but like I won the Champions League as well. I think I just fashioned, well, I say I fashioned on a system. I would not be shocked if I was turning it off and on again. Um, and then uh, after that, I say they all blend together. I'm actually looking at my Steam now and I can tell you the one, how much hours I've put into each one. Oh, uh, so 11. They're not loot. Oh, wait. 11, 460. Um, 12. Now, 2012, I had at uni, so this is why it's so large. 1,269. That's tiny. Yeah. Oh, that's... But I mean, it's large for me. Oh, just. Um, Do you want to. I'll tell you my 13, answer. 13, 
13, 361, because I bought that late and then barely touched it. 14, then doubles, 662. 542, 15. 604 for 16. Then 449 for 17. And then this one, 119, because I barely touched it. Um, Probably a good choice. <laughs> so my sort of highlights across them, I can't quite remember when they are. Um, the Leon one I've said, I did very well at Juventus also in 08. And Portsmouth, I did very well in 08 when they had lots of money. I signed Samuel Eto at Portsmouth uh, with a really weird sort of dead narrow formation. Um, I think it's either 13 or 14. I won the Champions League back-to-back with Inter Milan playing a back five and Sigurdsson absolutely tearing the world apart in number in the number 10. But they had Icardi, so that, that dates it for people. Yeah, uh, and he was very good. It wasn't like... Um, and then other than that, the only ones I can think of, I think beyond that, is last season's Saint-Étienne, where that's the first one when I've picked a team who aren't actually that great and have then managed to get them to win the Champions League. Because normally I last like one year and then quit the game and start a new one. I really don't last long on them. Um, but Saint-Étienne, it took me three years to win the league. Then I won it four years running. I won the Champions League, I think in my fifth season or something like that. But I was starting to get regens by then. And like you, Dean, when they start to become fake players, I do tune out a bit. I do find it very sad. I find it too sad as well when like Messi's like 36 and, you know, turns up at some shit team. It's just like, oh no. When like, yeah, when like, it, I don't know if Ronaldo has done this, but when like really great players retire, then you go on their coaching stats and they're just shit. And you're like, oh, <laughs> like that really upsets me for some reason. Last year's one I had Ronaldo on. Well, I never had them, but I always kept track of them. And he still played for Real Madrid when he was 13. I think he retired there and he could have carried on playing. He was that good. And Messi was the same thing. Messi was, Messi was class as well when Messi was there. Um, but yeah, to, to go with fa- favourites, definitely last year's, just because of what I got out of it. I got out of that so much more than all the other ones. Uh, and least favourite this season because I am shit at this one. <laughs> like, I, I think a lot of people are. There is yeah. a real struggle this year. I got Hamburg to 10th in the only one that I've actually got to the end of a year. I'm on my third attempt of starting a Saint-Étienne save. I can't get them to do what I want them to do. Uh, just, I'm just... But I'm also not putting the time in because I've, I've got a pile of proper gaming games that I want to get through. I unfortunately can't seem to get into my Steam. So, But let me let me just say that uh, at least 17 was at least 1,800 hours the last time I see. I remember seeing it. I will say, though, I do leave FM running quite a lot on my laptop, like in the background. So, like, uh, yeah. inflated. I never do. I, I don't do that. Like, t- 12, like I say, it was when I was at uni, though, you know, I did work, but... There was a lot of, especially the back end of third year, I basically just played football manager. I didn't really do anything else. Yeah, I did. Uh, including an absolutely brilliant, like, I think it could have been as long as like three weeks. I f- basically, I finished my degree way earlier than my girlfriend. Um, so I sort of hung around because she was still there and just played on football manager. Uh, yeah, life doesn't get more sweet than that. It was just the, the complete emptiness of nothing in front of me. I mean... I, Sadly, I I had a job in uh, May starting, but it was just like that. Like I got all this free time, I could become anything, and I decided to play football. Yeah, win the league with Club Bruges. That's That's what I was doing. I would have done, Bob. And whenever I have free time, that's what I think. I'm going to play footy manager, and then I I I seriously think I've got an addiction to it because it's it's all that's on my mind when I've got free time. But I have a feeling that most of our listeners 
probably share a similar sort of frame of mind. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that probably wraps up this week um, for the more mainstream show. A rather informative episode, I think you'll agree, guys. Yeah, that was that was very like not stupid like it normally is. I know. Literally, it sounds like we prepared it and everything. Holy shit. Yes, so if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at LongBallFoot, at Bob J. Priestley, and at Dean underscore Man 7. Uh, tell us your favorite FM Pezes and FIFAs. Tell us your stories if you want as well. Um, we'd always like to hear them. Um, you can follow Tales at Tales from TTF. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, and other fine podcast service providers. Head to TalesFromTopFlight.com if you want to find all your football reading needs. Um, and until next week where we're going to talk about some absolute bollocks games which is like in two minutes for us goodbye goodbye